Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Hi, and welcome to Christmas Time in the City podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm also your host, Chris. Before we get started, be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us at Christmas Time in the City podcast on Instagram and Facebook, as well as our website, christmastimeinthecity.com. And be sure to check out the show notes. We've got all kinds of links for our merch store and also for our YouTube channel and for our host's website. So you can find her podcast as well. And as always, feel free to email any questions or comments to us at christmastimeinthecitypodcast at gmail.com. The world of Christmas podcasts is constantly growing, which is great for Christmas enthusiasts like ourselves. Even since we started in 2019, countless podcasts have popped up, all with their own unique take on the holidays. One of the newest ones that we've been listening to is hosted by our guest for this episode. It's Kim from Planning for Christmas Podcast. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kim. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Doing good. Just kicking back. Uh, excited to be on the show. Great. We're excited to have you. Yeah. You're our first guest in the Burr months, so that's really exciting. Getting the fall festivities off to a good start. Nice. I'm so happy it's finally the Burr months. It's been a long wait. Yeah, absolutely. It's way too long. I do not care for summer at all. No, I'm just, just going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a summer person at all. It's hard to get him out of the house. <laughs> yeah. We had like a heat wave today. So there is some school districts that they closed because it was too hot with like the air conditioning doesn't work good. So wow. Yikes. <laughs> September. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. <laughs> Well, we're having cool weather here, finally. It's not going to stick around. I know there's like an 85, 88 degree day coming up soon, but today was nice and I'll take it. <laughs> so Kim, tell us about your podcast. So my podcast is Planning for Christmas and I started it back in June, I think. Um, I was just telling my mom today, like, yeah, I have to get my next episode recorded. This like months go by fast, so um, I put it out on Rudolph Day every month, and it just talks about ways to help plan for Christmas all year long so you aren't caught up with like all the last minute stuff and you actually get to enjoy um, your holidays. So I like to share tips and tricks, and I'm really excited because the next few months, you know, it's going to be a lot, but it'll hopefully have some tips out there to help people because we're in the Burr months, so it's kind of that countdown for sure. Yeah. I love your podcast. I love the idea of it. And it gets me kind of set and ready and in the mindset, especially I, the last one, I think you talked about, um, you know, planning gifts and even just like getting your cards ready, all of that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And it's just like, oh, these are all really good ideas and you do it. And I haven't done any of it yet, you know, <laughs> but I love listening to it and thinking <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> I need to start making my cards because I am making them this year. Oh, and that's cool. That definitely takes extra time than just even you know, just like the normal Christmas cards. So yeah. I love it. <laughs> so for people that may be listening when this first comes out in September, what should they be doing as far as planning now? Can you, you say, don't give too much away, but maybe a couple of things they should be doing. You know, a couple of things I've been thinking of um, is that you should really start looking, um, checking like your emails that you get from places you've bought before, because I've noticed a lot of places are sneaking in like, hey, Christmas is coming soon. So start ordering. So like your advent calendars or um, even like Christmas pajamas, 
um, you'll want to definitely start looking for those, especially because some things are going to be more limited in the amounts that are available. So um, you're able to, to get them in time. That's a really good idea because last year we tried to get pajamas and they were all sold out when it got to December. So <laughs> you really just put that idea in my head now. Yeah. I'll start like, looking. I think we got ours last year. I think I ordered them in October and, um, but there was like one, I think mine, it was like tops and bottoms and the top that I wanted was like sold out, but I could put in like, contact me when it's back and luckily it came back. And so I was able to get it, but. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good set. <laughs> one that we're going to take for sure. I hope Especially so. More people do like more people seem to be wearing matching pajamas. Cause you see that a lot. I think it's like the new ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah. yeah. And they've made really cute ones now too. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like your normal ones that you see, you know, at Old Navy or Target, you all get the same kind of pants and a different t-shirt or something. These are like full on outfits that look pretty high quality. They look really nice and they look mm -hmm. really adorable in a family setting. Yeah, for sure. So that's, that was just a couple things I was thinking of, uh, as I was planning to make sure you're on the lookout. That's awesome. I'm very excited about getting matching pajamas. I think about it all the time. They're very expensive, especially yeah. like the mat. It's, it's like, well, like it's only like maybe two or three, two or three days a year that you wear them. Like, is it worth it to spend an absor absorbent amount of money? And I think it probably is. Eventually we'll pull the trigger, but some, some of those, like the ones I really want are like very expensive. Like, I don't understand why they're that expensive, but yeah. And watch for sales too. That's like kind of the other thing to check with your emails. Is, That's a good point. You know, if you're getting them early, you can watch for sales and unless it's something like you really, really want. And you're like, you know, I just want this enough to pay full price. And so I'm going to just do that this time. But I think if you shop early enough, you could definitely get a good deal. Lovely. Well, thank you for that great advice and listen oh. to our podcast for more good advice. <laughs> well, before we get to the games and these episodes of how you doing, how you doing, they all start the same way. We like to get to know our guests with a little segment we call what's your New York city connection. So do you have family that live here? Have you visited, even if it's, you've flown over it before you love a movie that has New York city, everyone has some sort of connection to here or, or why they're interested in New York city at all. What is your connection? Well, I always have loved the movies, especially like the ones that take place kind of like fall Christmas in New York city, but my sister actually moved. Oh, it's been probably eight years ago now to Connecticut. And okay. so when I've gotten to visit her, we travel into the city, like, I don't know, like a few days in a row and got, get to walk around and see different things. And so I was excited to finally, um, finally get to visit. Cause I'd never actually visited before. So that's great. Yeah. Connecticut's not that far away at all. So that's a pretty good little trip there. Yeah. We just took the train in, which was fun. Cause Perfect. I hadn't done that before either. Yeah, it's always exciting, the different modes of transportation up here. If you're not used to public transportation, all of a sudden those things become really exciting. I remember when I first came up here and riding even just like the Long Island Railroad, I was really excited about, which is not a very exciting railroad to, <laughs> to travel on. Um, but everything just becomes exciting at that point. So that's really cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Do you remember anything um, that was your favorite spot to visit while you were here? 
Um, I really loved getting to see Central Park because that's something that I've seen in a lot of movies and just a place I've always wanted to go. And then um, I really loved going to the Met, which because I've I love museums. And so that was a lot of fun to be able to go and just like see some of the art I've always dreamed of seeing. I love the museums too. It's such a good, it's a good thing to do while you're here visiting for sure. And Central Park's always a go-to whenever we have visitors, we hit up Central Park. You've just got to do it, especially, have you been here around the holidays before? Or has it just been I, out of times? It was like, I think I went out in March, like it was my spring break um, when I was teaching. And so it was, you know, I didn't get to see, it was still kind of gloomy winter. Um, I think I got to see the ice skating rink. Um, yeah. But I, I love to go and visit when it's, when it's the holidays, but then it's also crowded because that's kind of when everyone goes. So. Yeah, it's still worth it. You know, it, it might be crowded, but uh, you, you've got to see it within the lights and everything. And you, you got to at least once, you know, but I, I like March here. I, I kind of like it because like you said, tourists aren't usually here around that time. That's her birthday as well. It's also my birthday. So of course I'm going to love it. <laughs> She's showered with gifts in March. Yeah. <laughs> as you should be. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's great. What a great connection there. Yeah, that is awesome. So we're, let's get right into our other segments. This one is called Christmas time in your city. It's Christmas time in your city. So uh, Christmas time in the city. Uh, how do you celebrate Christmas and the holidays where you live? So I start decorating November 1st. Um, that's why I see my Halloween stuff's already up because then towards the end of October, I'm just like done and it's Christmas. And so I decorate, um, finally got my husband to do lights on our house last year because this was the first time we owned our own home. So we were able to do that. And then I just love spending Christmas with my family. So we usually go and visit like aunts and uncles and I get to see my whole family and then um, always on Christmas Eve and then on Christmas day, just opening gifts with like my brothers and sisters and parents. And um, I try to go do some wintry stuff and sometimes I do better than others getting to go out and do things, but we like to go to the zoo lights um, at our zoo is always a fun time. And just enjoying like when the, when it snows, um, trying to sit and enjoy that as long as I don't have to drive. In the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. That's true. But yeah, I just, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I love doing different traditions. So every Christmas Eve, I buy the Christmas crackers. Yep. We all do that and then have our paper crowns on and um, we have traditional food we make. What kind of traditional food? I'm intrigued. Ooh, so we always make Watergate salad. Okay. Um, which if you guys don't know what it is, if you're listening, it's like a marshmallow salad super healthy mm -hmm. um and so we always make that and then my mom makes some toffee like english toffee Ooh. and then we also do like a special breakfast so there's always like some type of casserole like egg dish and then um like some type of french toast casserole and then my favorite is this is um spiced fruit 
So you do like canned peaches, canned pineapple, maraschino cherries, and pears. And you kind of arrange it in the dish and then you put brown sugar on top and then you sprinkle like a fruit brandy on top and yeah. make it. And that then sounds great. My favorite part. Wow, that, 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 that sounds, sounds so like good. that sounds like that'd be my favorite part too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll share the recipe. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds so good. I, I don't know if I missed it, Kim. Where are you from? So I live um in Colorado. So I'm a third generation of generation native. Um, so I just live right outside the Denver area, kind of in Northern Colorado right now. Oh, nice. Cool. So you definitely have some good Christmas vibes out there. So mm -hmm. that's really nice. Excellent. The zoo lights are really neat. We did that last year here, um, and we were really excited about it. So I, I like that other zoos are doing that as well. It's such a yeah. cool thing to walk around in. The one I want to go to sometime is our botanical garden also mm -hmm. does it. And I've never gone to that, but that one is on my list. Yeah, maybe this year's the year. I'm hoping. <laughs> well, great. It sounds like it's a good time in your area for Christmas. I definitely would love to come over and enjoy the food with you guys. <laughs> it's, I wish we all had a way to share like our traditional food. Because right? every time like Jerry talks about his tamales and his m, &M yeah. cookies, I, I always tell him to send me some. <laughs> yeah, right? Whenever some kind uh, of sharing app <laughs> whenever an episode of seasons eatings comes out i always get really just like hungry because mm -hmm. like he just covered like all the food he covers he just did one on brussels sprouts that came out today and i was just like absolutely let, give me some brussels sprouts i'm just so excited for christmas right now it's crazy <laughs> just let me get some brussels sprouts all right so let's move on to our next actually let's move on to our first game how about that this one is called neighborhood watch <laughs> if you don't know how it works, I'll read three alerts I've received from my citizen app, which is an app that alerts people of 911 calls in their area. Two will be real and one will be fake. It's your job, Kim, to tell me which one is fake. Starting with the first set. Number one, dangerous snake in doctor's office. Person slapped by a Burger King manager. And finally, Vendors at Holiday Market in argument about similar crafts for sale. Ooh, well, I could definitely see number three happening, um, <laughs> but I think it's the second one slapped by the Burger King manager. And that would be mm. incorrect. <sighs> I, that I wish seems pretty realistic. I, I wish that you were right. I wish that that was not real because it doesn't put a great light on New York City. Or Burger King. Which I mean, they didn't have a good any with. Burger King, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or Burger King. They dropped yeah. off so hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Dangerous Snake in the doctor's office absolutely happened. And unfortunately, I mean, I don't know what they must have said to the manager at Burger King, but they, he struck back. Uh, the one that I made up is the vendors in Holiday Park or Holiday Market arguing about similar crafts for sale, which I feel like a lot of the holiday markets that we have here in the city, at least, it's almost always for basically the same stuff, just like uh, ornaments that you can get uh, customized or whatever else. So there's a lot of run over. I still yeah. like walking through all those because it is fun to go shopping and it's nice to get some Christmas gifts through the holiday markets. Mm -hmm. I really like doing that too. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next set. Man assaulted with pizza dough. 
not again not a good look for new york city next one uber driver refusing to transport christmas tree and finally man attempting to swim to new jersey from battery park which is in lower manhattan i would say the one slapped with pizza dough unfortunately no that's incorrect it was the uber driver refusing to transport a christmas tree i imagine that probably happens but no one's reported it i yeah uber drivers and uh the lyft drivers and such they're notorious for not just like no i'm not gonna do that but like i don't kind of don't blame them because if it's like a real christmas tree you're gonna have like sap i absolutely agree yeah it's a whole cleaning (laughs) process after you get a tree (laughs) i just picture that scene from national lampoon's christmas vacation where he's like turning the magazine and he's like sticking at everything so i wouldn't want that in my car (laughs) yeah yeah that makes sense i totally get it so the man assaulting man assaulted with pizza dough i don't know who what i don't know what's going on in the world (laughs) I, I, I i have no explanation for that and the man attempting to swim to New Jersey from Battery Park, it's about a mile swim. It's not a big deal, but I mean, I don't think that's a good idea for sure. No, the waters are pretty rough. Yeah. They're, you know, you, you get some pretty rough waves out there. That'd be pretty hard to do. Not impossible, but yeah, not, not, a, not a good thing. So moving on to the next set, next and final set. Irate woman upset about onion ring found an order of French fries. Protesters glued to desk. And finally, three deer swimming towards Staten Island. I'm going to say the protesters. Unfortunately, mm. you're, you're zero for three in this category. Wrong again. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I I, uh, I usually don't have any information with those because it's just too much to to bear. But I did I did write down this was in Rockefeller Center. This happened. So there was a protest at Rockefeller Center where someone glued themselves somehow to a desk. I don't know what they were protesting. I don't know what's going on <laughs> again. Uh, and the uh, deer, uh, that's, that was a real one. They were swimming, I guess, from, from Brooklyn to Staten Island, which is pretty far swim. I don't think they would have made it. Hopefully they're okay. The one I made up was the onion ring found in an order of French fries. Everyone knows that you don't call the police for that. It is a gift from God. Yeah, unless yes. you don't like onion rings. That's also well, a good point. That's also then you a good hand point. it over to your friend that most likely likes it. <laughs> yes, how you doing? Stay at the world-renowned Plaza Hotel, New York's most exciting hotel experience. For reservations, call toll-free one eight hundred seven five nine three thousand. All right, so not a big deal, not a strong start. There is plenty of time to recoup. We are moving on to. The honorary New Yorker quiz. Yay. Yay. (laughs) This is where you can show to us that you are an honorary New Yorker with a nice quiz. So I've got a few things for you here. Chris, do you want to read the questions there? The star on top of what famous Christmas tree is made up of 25,000 Swarovski crystals and weighs 555 pounds? So that's the tree at Rockefeller Center. Ding Yay, dong. Yay, you got it right. <laughs> yeah, that's a heavy, that's a heavy star for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen it before. Um, I think, I don't know if they do it every year, but I know that I've seen it in the plaza where it's at. There's always the the star down there that so you can see how massive it really is. And it's pretty impressive. It's really cool. Yeah. 
555 pounds is very That's heavy. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one, um, how many acres is Central Park? So you were there, get a feel for it. How many acres <laughs> do you think it is? <laughs> yeah. These are the ones that I feel bad about because it's just like you could literally it's say, like, I would have no idea how to guess this. <laughs> I'm not even sure what an acre is. I think that, that's what I'm trying to see if I can remember that from, um, you know, I would say it's going to be, if I had to make my best guess, I'm going to say 526 acres. That's a pretty good guess. It's not too bad at all. Yeah, you didn't, go, you didn't go over. So by Price is Right rules, I say you get that point. Yeah. Yeah. It is 840. So all right. Pretty big. Yeah. Again, I have no pretty idea massive. what an acre is, honestly. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It sounds I, I mean, like a it's lot. massive. It goes I mean, up pretty it, high. Yeah. Like when you see like the aerial view, you can tell it's it's huge. But mm -hmm. yeah. But now, so, yeah. now I know. Exactly. Yeah. 840. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The world's a better place now. <laughs> yeah. All right, the next one. What is the average price of a two-bedroom apartment in Manhattan? Oh, goodness. Well, right now here, the two-bedroom apartments are pretty expensive. So I would say... Hmm, let's go with 3500 Whoa, I would say you, you're you totally it. should get the point for that one. <laughs> it's very close. So 30, uh, 3,789 is the average. Wow. So you were right on the money there. Yeah. yeah, Manhattan is absolutely very expensive to live there. <laughs> um, yeah, thank, I mean, we obviously don't live in Manhattan. <laughs> we live in Brooklyn for a reason and it's so we don't have to spend that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nuts. And I'm sure that those apartments, like the average two bedroom apartment in Manhattan probably doesn't resemble a two bedroom apartment anywhere else. Like if there are like the, the bedrooms don't, may not have any windows or mm -hmm. it could be like a railroad apartment where you have to go through one bedroom to get to the next bedroom. And sometimes they call them two, uh, two bedroom when it's actually just two rooms. So it'll be like your living room <laughs> and a room and they call that like, yeah, two bedrooms because yeah, you, you can, can put sleep a bed in, in two room. different rooms. <laughs> Oh my so gosh. bizarre. That's we saw a few of those when we looked around. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure you saw some interesting ones. I love it. I love yeah. apartment hunting because you see some really bizarre things out there. It's kind of cool. <laughs> All right. So next one, true or false. So 50-50. We got this one. People from New York City drink almost seven times more coffee than other cities in the US. I'm gonna say true. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. Yay. It is true. It is true. I don't know how to write true or false questions. Because like whenever I see a cool fact, I'm like, that's a good fact. I'll just make it a true or false thing. But that's obviously true. Because why else would I say? I'm, I'm at to mix it up for the next one. Yeah. Or maybe like change the number. It could be almost three times more. Yeah. It's like, no, false. It's seven times. Yeah. Seven <laughs> times is a lot of coffee. That's it a, is and, a lot. I mean, we drink. Kim, how many drink? How many cups of coffee do you drink in a day before we tell you how many we drink in a day? <laughs> So normally I limit myself to two cups a day because if, and if I drink coffee, like after noon, then I'm like up all night. Cause I hit that stage of my life. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, if I'm like, if I need extra coffee, I'll do three cups. So I would say at the most three cups. That's pretty average. I think we do yeah. probably around four for us. Right. Yeah. We'll do two cups in the morning and then two cups in the afternoon or like a giant iced coffee yeah depending on what time of year it is yeah but yeah we like yeah so i guess new yorkers yeah, I drink a lot of coffee here 
I guess when you're out and about, you're walking by, there's so many coffee shops and stuff. So you just stop by and grab a coffee. You know, a lot of people work late hours, long days, so they just need something to keep themselves pepped and going. Yeah. It's the city that never sleeps. So you have to stay caffeinated so you, you gotta, can continue to rage. Yeah. Got to yeah. stay caffeinated. <laughs> All right. Last one. Already doing amazing. So you're already, to me, honorary New Yorker, but let's see how you do on the last question. All right. So with up to four performances a day, the Radio City Rockettes perform how many shows during the holiday season? Is it 100, 200, or 300? Um, well, I'm gonna guess they probably start maybe like November when they start their shows for the holidays. Um, so I'm gonna guess 200. Nailed it. You nailed it. Yay. Amazing. <laughs> <Yes>. So good. <laughs> You've totally redeemed yourself. Yeah. Right. yeah. Forget the last category. It didn't happen. This is great. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So 200. I mean, any of those numbers would have been impressive. That's a lot of performances. Yeah. But yeah, 200 performances through the holiday season. Those yeah. ladies really work their butts off or their yeah. legs off. Yeah. Or both, probably. Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I always love seeing them like in the Thanksgiving Day Parade when they come out. Yeah. Like that's always like one of the parts I have to make sure I catch. Yeah, it's really cool. And if you ever come up in the holidays, that's definitely a, a thing that you should do. It's I we go every year except for last year, obviously, but um every year I go when I my family comes up, we usually go and see them. And it's just it's become kind of a tradition. And it's the same uh-huh. show almost every year, but it feels so Christmassy, like Christmas songs just blaring out of the speakers, this beautiful theater that's in. Uh, it's just like kind of a little event you do, and then you walk out and you can see the Rockefeller Christmas tree right there. It's just a really lovely kind of all together Christmas day. It's cool. Right. Well, definitely I'll add it to my list. Yay. Yay. Well, you are definitely an honorary New Yorker and you shall get a prize in the mail. <laughs> Great. I feel better about that because the neighborhood watch ones are really designed for people to fail. So you- yeah, <laughs> because they're so bizarre, you know, why would you ever know those things yeah. really do happen? It's just fun to hear about them. Yeah, it is I mean, some of them, like they all kind of sound true though. So yeah, I mean, a lot of them are based in some type of thing that I've thought of or I've seen somehow, or I assume people deal with what they don't call the police about. So <laughs> yeah, the, uh, there's a lot of, uh, I think I mentioned it with, uh, when we had art on, but I don't know who it was, but uh, there's a lot of animal news. There's a lot of animal 911 calls as well, like coyotes and stuff like those. It, it, that blows my mind more than anything else that like that wild animals somehow make their way down into uh, New York City, but they do like, and, and not just as like pets, like Tiger King, but like there's actual, like just random roaming animals. And there's also people that keep like tigers in their apartments because people are horrible, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I had imagine like seeing, yeah, a coyote or something like out here, you wouldn't think twice, but like in the middle of a city or like, yeah, like roaming through Times oh. Square. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're drawn to the lights. <laughs> Very cool. So now let's go ahead and move on to our next game, which is called In a New York Minute. The way this game works is you will have a New York Minute, which everyone knows is 45 seconds, to name as many of the things that I will tell you as you can. So here we go. Can you please name as many 
theatrically released movies that take place in New York City during the holidays. And go. You've got mail. Um, oh, my gosh, like all the movies that I know went out of my head. It's okay. It's totally um, fine. Eloise at Christmas time. Got it. Um, the stakes are so low. I'm low too. Perfect. And, uh, oh, Miracle on 34th Street. And then the other Miracle on 34th Street. Hey. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, goodness. Uh, I can't think of any others. Bill Murray, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Oh, no, that didn't help. Scrooge. Scrooge. Whoa. <laughs> Pretty good. It's tough. That's a tough one. I just watched Scrooge, I think, for the first time last year. And oh, it's cool. one of my new, like, I'm going to have to watch it every yeah. year. It's, it's a crazy movie. <laughs> I love it, it. Really is, it really is fun to watch, though. It's, but it's absolutely <laughs> insane. Uh, some of the ones that you missed, let's, I have mine uh, in chronological order. We'll start with this one, which I did not think you were going to get. I did not know this one existed until I did the research. It's called Christmas in Connecticut. That one came out in 1945. So. I've seen that one. Well, there you go. Oh, nice. I didn't think of it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I mean, 1945, you know, so you don't, you're not thinking about what happened back then. Yeah. And then we have just some other ones. Santa Claus, the movie, When Harry Met Sally. Ghostbusters 2 takes place during the holidays. Gremlins 2, Eyes Wide Shut, which I didn't see because when I was in high school, that wasn't a movie that I needed to see. <laughs> no. but, but apparently it takes place during Christmas. Uh, Serendipity, Elf, Alfie, Noel. New Year's Eve and the night before. Those are the ones I could find. And those are just theatrical released ones, not counting Hallmark or Netflix or whatever else. We wanted to make sure because a lot of those ones aren't even really filmed here. I don't want to shade productions that film in Toronto and say that they're in New York, but we want the real, the real movies. So those I mean, are the ones that we got. I forgot Elf. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's my, my favorite scene is when he's just like going through the city. <laughs> That's the best. He like waves at the taxis. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Santa. Oh, wait, you're not Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that was like a real thing. Like, that was just some, some random person, which is which is nuts. Yep. Uh, he he walked he walked down the street at the right time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you're going to find some strange things filming on the streets of New York. So I think if you're out there long enough, you're going to get someone that looks like Santa that you can <laughs> <laughs> harass. <laughs> nice. I think you did a great job there. Lovely. So let's move on to our category, a new game called Did You Forget About It? Forget about it. So these are things that we talked about previously in the podcast, uh, whether it be things we've discussed or some of the answers you gave. So we're going to see if you forgot about it. Forget about it. You ready? I don't know. <laughs> this is always the tricky one because it's like, great, now it's memory game. Okay, here we go. How much does the star on top of the Rockefeller Center tree weigh? What, 550 pounds? Wow, 555, but you totally got it. Totally you get totally it. You totally got it. Because <laughs> I didn't even remember, and I, we, I read it like 12 times before we started this. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, next one. How far is the swim from Lower Manhattan to New Jersey? A mile. Yep. Yay! Nice. Crushing it. I'm so impressed right now. It's crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. This next one, you know, do this. This one's for your sister. All right. What year did Christmas in Connecticut come out? 
1945. Woo! Nailed it. Three out of three. Woo, woo, woo. Great. Love that, it. That's, that makes me feel proud. I was a little worried about that one. <laughs> you did fantastic. So you're totally just killing it so far. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> the, the next set of questions, I'm pretty sure you'll do great too. Let's take the vibe down just a little bit as we go inside Santa's studio. Kim, what's your favorite cookie? Let's say chocolate chip. That's fine. That's a great answer. That's probably my favorite cookie. It's classic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's your least favorite cookie? I would say oatmeal raisin. Valid. Very event. What? How do you feel about oatmeal and chocolate chip? I like oatmeal chocolate chip, but I do don't like, but I don't like the, when you think it's a chocolate chip and it's a raisin. Yeah, yeah that I, chewiness, no thanks. <laughs> in my mind, I always hope that the raisin's a chocolate chip and it very rarely ever is. And it's like, oh man, it's chewy. What's going on? Oh, no. And we love raisins, you know? Yeah. But don't don't put it in my cookie. That's mm -hmm. all. You did mention this already, but we'll just cover it again for the, for the sake of it. When do you start decorating for the holidays? I start November 1st. When do you put your decorations away? I usually get them down by the second week of January. But do you have anything right now that has been up since Christmas that you just forgot to put away? The only thing that I have out, and I think I, think I noticed it when you asked someone else that question, uh, is I have a rug at my back door for my lower patio that says Merry Christmas. Yes. And I never put it away. And I like, I'm like, I should put that away. And I'm like, no, we need a rug there. So it's just there. That seems yeah. acceptable. I have no problem with that. No, not at all. I'm sure great. all of our listeners would agree that there's no problem with having a hidden Merry Christmas doormat. Because sometimes you need a little Christmas, especially when you're mm -hmm. coming in from outside. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure last year we had the same rug up all year. And that was mm -hmm. our front door in our apartment building. Yeah, so our, our neighbors <laughs> so, all saw it constantly. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry about it. You're good to go. <laughs> What's your favorite festive word? I would say Christmas. Because it just makes me happy when I hear that. That's a great answer. No, yeah. one's ever, no one said that one before. You don't even think that because you're thinking, what's my favorite Christmas word? Christmas. That's, that's probably one of the better <laughs> ones I've heard for sure. Yeah, that's great. What Christmas song do you love? Um, my favorite one to hear is It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. And that's always like the first one that I play when I start decorating. For whatever reason, on my Christmas playlist, I don't think maybe it's because Andy Williams is like an A, but like that's the first one that always plays. Like whenever, whenever I just go to my playlist and pit play, so that I totally agree with that. It's a great song. What Christmas song do you hate? And I know "hate's" a strong word, but there's like, oh, the I don't really like simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Hmm. Um, it's not my 
It's like one I could skip. Yeah, I, I've heard that before. I've heard people say they don't care for it. I get it. I like it, but I totally understand why people may not be drawn to it. And it's like, yeah, it's like saying, like, what's your uh, least favorite delicious ice cream flavor? Like, they're all great still, but it's like, if I had to pick my least favorite, like, I, I totally get that. If you were an elf in Santa's workshop, what profession would you like to do? I think I would be the, like the present rapper. Cause I just, I like doing it. It's fun. And I try to like line up the paper and it never works. Like when I like try, but like, there's been a couple times where I haven't tried and it like perfectly lined up. And I like make sure to show that to everybody. Cause I'm really <laughs> <laughs> Don't open that. Look how it's wrapped first. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun guys. It's like perfect. And I yeah, love it. <laughs> that would be fun. What profession would you not like to do? I would say probably having to like clean up after the reindeer. Yep. That seems to be the universal answer. It's almost not even worth asking people at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but keeping with the, the, the format of, of the questions, I'm going to keep asking. But I think almost everyone does not want to do that. I, I, actually, Except for me. Hello. I think did who else said I think someone else said they wanted to do that. I don't remember who it was. I don't know, but I think that that was a profession I would actually want to do. Not pick up their poop or whatever, but I also think they're reindeer and they're magic and they don't poop. So you just get to hang out with reindeers all day. I <laughs> think about it. Yeah. They probably poop. <laughs> Moving it's on. It's magic. <laughs> um, if the North Pole exists, what would you like to hear Santa say when you arrive at the workshop? I would like to hear him just say, like, in his big booming Santa voice, like, welcome to the North Pole. And just, I think that would be fun. Very sweet. Yeah, I like that, too. I, I like a nice warm welcome. And I can almost like hear it in my head, him saying that. So I totally agree with that. That's great. Uh, Kim, can you do us a favor? Yes, I suppose. Oh, great. Can you let everyone listening know where they can find you and your podcast? So my podcast is on, I think, almost all the places that you can listen to podcasts. Um, so yeah, just look for it, planning for Christmas. And then I am also on Instagram at planning for Christmas podcast. And I have a Facebook page planning for Christmas podcast. And I also am just a pretty active member of the Tis the Podcast group. So I like commenting and liking people's posts on there. Very cool. And I guess that's going to do it for this episode. This podcast was recorded at least on our end in our apartment in the Big Apple, New York City. If you like this podcast, do us a favor and take a minute to rate it and write a review. Contact us immediately afterwards and let us know you did. And I will send you so many stickers you will regret writing a review. <laughs> Subscribe now and follow us on social media so we can keep the conversation going and keep you posted about new episodes. Until next time, I'm Chris. And I'm Chris. And this is Christmas Time in the City. This is the last stop on this train. Everyone, please leave the train. Thank you for riding with the Christmas Time in the City podcast.